All right, we're back. Welcome to another Two Minds podcast. Today, we wanted to take a moment to break down what you should maybe understand about the the why and the how we set up our body flows. So even though we're a mental fitness focused company, uh, really, we, f- we do incorporate full body fitness, your mental and your physical body. Today, we want to really pull back a little bit and let you know what to expect when you do our physical workouts. Yes. So, but what do we do? <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, it's important that you understand that we use our body flows or our physical fitness to create stress for our mental exercises so that we, we, we like to call it, we like to progress to stress. And we want to give you a little bit of information on how we do that with our physical exercises. Totally. But to break it back, first you have to know what is physiological stress? What is, yeah. what is stress? We've all felt it. It's this overlooming cloud that sometimes doesn't quite have a definition. Yeah. yeah. But physiological, there's stress, but there's also you stress, the EU stress. Me stress? <laughs> Not the you stress, but yes. the you stress. So stress can be either beneficial or it can be harmful. Yes. And basically for something to be stressful, it has to be taxing or overloading. Your system cannot take it anymore, it's bringing you to the brink. And then whether it's actually harmful, if it's harmful to you, it's stress, or whether it's beneficial, that taxing overload is building you up stronger, then you're finding you stress. And it's also really cool and valuable to note that that could be a perceived threat or it can be an actual threat. That's sure. a whole nother rabbit hole of a podcast. Sure. But, you know, events can be real, which is what we work on here. It's our real stress with our body flows. Yeah. Or it can be perceived, perceived yeah. in the mind. It could be anxiety about something that causes stress and, and that something may not be there. It's, you're anticipating it. Right. Right. And, right. and by the way, since we're not typing this out, <laughs> we're saying it. When she, was why I made a silly joke about me stress, but you stress, you write it E U. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not you. Uh, and it's actually, it's from Greek and it means good. So, yeah. can you spell that all the way out for me, Leon? Can you? So it's E E U S T R E S S. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case people at home want to look that up. Yeah. Uh, it's not a funny word that we created, even though me and Leon do create lots of funny words. <laughs> yes. But so when I'm having a physiologically stressful event, yes. there's a couple things that you've most definitely experienced. We all have that can be anywhere from a headache. It could be something with a change in your appetite. Mm. It could be loss of sleep, mm. but it could also be generalized fatigue. It could be your heart rate goes up, your respiratory rate goes up, you get a flush in your face. And of all of those symptoms, that's just to name a few. There's so many of them. And each of those responses are a little bit unique to you as an individual. Mm -hmm. Here at Two Minds, uh, Leon, can you tell me a little bit more about what physiological stress responses we deal with? Yeah. So when Shannon Shannon mentioned how you might experience stress, it's important to distinguish acute stress mm-hmm. from chronic stress, totally. first of all, right? So acute stress is about stress that uh, is, there's some kind of trigger that causes what we call a stress reaction. And immediately after the trigger, mm-hmm. we call that acute stress. 
and um, your body will react by creating epinephrine, norepinephrine, mm -hmm. and often we refer to that as adrenaline, mm -hmm. right? And that, and that sets a up a whole cascade mm -hmm. of stress reactions in our body. Right. And after some period of time, uh, the, the hormones change slightly mm -hmm. and there's relatively more cortisol that comes into play mm -hmm. and um, some other reactions that we refer to as a chronic stress response. Right. And when it, when it come, when we, if we come back to like you stress, then both types of like the, there's a place for acute stress responses mm -hmm. and chronic stress responses. There's, there's a reason why we have it. Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. The problem nowadays that we often see is that the, there are too many acute stress responses. Yeah. Right. We went with one after another. Yeah. And then we also don't moderate our lives typically well enough for the chronic stress response to, to go down, right? We're, we're supposed to have that a little bit and then mm -hmm. uh, the cortisol is supposed to be eliminated from our system or to some extent, and then we're fine again. But then before it gets eliminated, mm -hmm. we get another acute stress response and we get another one. And now our cortisol remains up and you know, our overall, our body is mm -hmm. in, in uh, status that's too alert. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's a uh, great point, Leon, is like all of those responses that I had kind of named off. You get a headache, you lose your appetite, you can't sleep, mm -hmm. your heart rate's going up, you're like shaky. Mm -hmm. All of those are like the stress response and the attention grabbers that we have. But there's a whole hormonal cascade that's happening underneath that. Yeah. That again, me and Leon are wordy people and we love to nerd out about these things. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. that could be a whole nother thing that like, we don't even, I don't even think the science fully knows the implications of all the underlying mechanisms that are happening under that. Yeah. When a stressful event is happening and, and how it becomes stress and you stress. And that's something that makes two minds really freaking cool is we have figured out how to create only you stress. Yes. How do you make your life only you stress? And starting with our body flows, we do that. So yes. with our workouts, which of those physiological stress responses do we focus on? Like, is it the heart rate? Is it the tremor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so first of all, we focus, we focus on the acute stress response, right? And uh, under an acute stress response, and everybody will recognize this as well, your, your heart rate will go up, typically. Mm -hmm. Your blood pressure will go up. Um, you will, <clears throat> most people will start sweating a little bit your mouth will be a little dry, get a little drier. And most of us will, will not be thinking very straight, typically mm -hmm. under an mm -hmm. acute stress response. Right. And uh, that's right. That's different from the, um, what you mentioned in terms of like chronic stress responses, like, right. oh, I feel fatigued or I feel tired or right. I feel fuzzy in my head or right. uh, I, my pain isn't going away. Those, those are things that are more associated with a chronic stress response, mm -hmm. especially if that chronic stress response lasts too long. Right. So we really focus on the acute uh, stress response and we do that through physical motion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, then there are, we play with kind of different ways 
to stress your body. And so that is, uh, we either create a burn, mm -hmm. uh, so that is um, what we call, so let me take a step back. Mm -hmm. So first of all, we can create muscular stress and then we can create cardiopulmonary stress. Okay. And so muscular stress is about your, your, your muscles. Somehow your muscles are being brought to the point where they st start fatiguing or failing. Mm -hmm. And I'll come back to that. And then cardiopulmonary stress is you're running out of breath. Mm -hmm. And both are a little bit stressful, mm -hmm. but they're also responses that um, go up and then immediately go down. Right. Right. So it's pretty easy to modulate or moderate it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's what we do in our workouts mm -hmm. and we build them up. Uh, but it's also the nice thing about generating stress like this through movement mm -hmm. is that uh, as you move more, you tend to become aware of how your body works. Totally. Right. And, and um, so, so it's, you, you can feel, okay, this is the point where I start to fatigue. Mm -hmm. This is the point where I start to fail. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the three things that we focus on within like cardiopulmonary and muscular is cardiopulmonary is we simply get you to go out of breath. Right. Uh, and, uh, and, and you feel that immediately. Mm -hmm. And then muscularly. So, so what Leon, uh, if, if you don't mind me interrupting yeah. with cardiopulm, it would be like, you're on the elliptical or like you're doing, you know, oh, yeah. but that's kind of what, if you're, it, you can't quite equate the workouts that we do to that. But if you're thinking about physiologically, what's going on with their heart rate and your respiratory rate, it would be like, we have a workout, a body flow designed towards fatiguing you as if you were on a treadmill. Yeah. Cyclical movements, high yes. repetitions. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then we go and we can do that on a mat, right? right. And you can, so you can right. do all of what we do. You can do at home. You, and you don't need that elliptical, but or a lot of equipment. Yeah. And then you've got m muscular endurance. Yes. The, the, so the creating some form of stress for your muscular system. Mm -hmm. uh, we either um, make sure you you burn, mm -hmm. right? So you fatigue, mm -hmm. but it's not as if you're out of breath. It's it's really like burning. And so often right. people say, "Oh, yeah, you got like lactic acid, right. like build right. up." Um, so that means that th that is kind of like a gradual, what we call gradual overload. Mm -hmm. right? So we're overloading uh, your muscular system to some extent, but not super fast. Mm -hmm. And it's not super slow because if it's kind of slow for the muscular system, it tends to become a cardiopulmonary kind of workout. Right. Um, but um, when it comes to the failure part, so we have burn, failure, and cardiopulmonary. So, so like the burn would be more of a low load over a long duration. So you're lifting a low load with your muscles yes. for a long time. So by the end of that time, you're gassed yes. and you have a stress response. Yes. So if we, like we, we often do um, exercise sections of two minutes. Well, actually, Shannon does that. <laughs> and uh, if, let's say, an example of the burn would be that you're doing a push-up, but you do the push-up maybe on your knees or somehow assisted or maybe not a big range of motion. So you can do maybe like one minute or 30 seconds, just push-ups. But at the end of those 30 seconds, you're burning. Right. That would right. be an example. Um, whereas the failure type, 
-hmm. would be where, well, Shannon could even do it. We'll have Shannon do a handstand. We're not going to ask that of you, but, <laughs> but we could, for example, do stick with a pushup. Right. We're doing a push-up maybe in a position where your head is down and you have a lot of load. Right. Maybe we can, maybe I, in my case, maybe I can do four or five. But four that's or five it. like handstand push-ups or, or like a clapping push-up. You're not going to yeah. do a minute of a clapping push-up. Yeah. And so we go like to failure yeah. rather than to the fatigue part. And in the end of the fatigue, you fail as well, but it's maybe after 20 reps. Right. Or less. Maybe it's three reps of an MVC, which is a maximum voluntary oh, yeah. contraction. So you're, you're doing your max contraction, you're exploding off the ground in a push-up, and you can only do that three times and then you take a break. Three yes. times and take a break. And you're doing that for, say, a two-minute stretch, and then after that, you're gassed. Yeah, yeah. You're gassed. So in, in the same way with all three of those workouts that Leon described, the cardiovascular, the muscular endurance and the muscle power, you're gassing out. You're getting your physiological response, but you're also, so again, the, our end goal with these workouts is to train your mind. So we want that physiological response here at Two Minds, yeah. but we are also, as a physical therapist, as a physical therapist yeah. and as a scientist, we are create a good method for how we do that. So you're also getting a good body workout. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you bring up a, maybe before I would like to come back to that, but can you explain a little bit more? Because I think it's valuable for people. What is an MVC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So MVC, maximum voluntary contraction. It's how much can you voluntarily contract your muscle? How much are, load are you moving? So if you're doing something for muscular endurance, maybe you're doing a sub max voluntary contraction over a long duration so or your maximum voluntary contraction what is the max you can do if you hand me a dumbbell and leon a dumbbell what is the max weight that we can do one rep and that is our one rep max that's our maximum voluntary contraction so we use that principle and play with it to figure out how to take you to your breaking point yeah. and you know like we said we want to create eustress though we don't want it to be distress so yeah. in that way throughout the workouts I will constantly be cueing you on safe body mechanics, yes. on how to listen to your body. If you're, you know, above 18 or even younger, this is such a valuable lesson, and I see this in the clinic as a PT, to learn how to listen to your body. Mm -hmm. How do you know when you're doing too much or when you're not doing enough? Yeah. And that's also something here at Two Minds. When we focus on the body, we really focus on teaching you how to listen to your body, how to be safe, and how to train through these principles. Yeah, yeah. And so there's, there's a buildup in our workouts. We, we try to vary it mm -hmm. uh, as much as possible, but there's also a buildup. And in terms of, you know, learning, getting to know your body, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's better to start, for example, with the uh, fatiguing workout rather than uh, the, the failure workout, right? You, you start with a burn because you will gradually get to the point where you might not be able to do another one. Right. Whereas if you're in the range of I can do two or three of so these. So you're working on muscle power is what Yeah, I'm muscle power, yeah. right? Two or three. Well, the difference between two and three is much bigger than the difference between right. 23 and 24. Right. So we, we, you know, Shan, when she takes you through the workouts, 
Uh, and when we create, what I'll come back to, when we create our playlists for you, where we build up your exercises over a period of weeks, we take care of that part. Right. So, so what Leon's saying is the muscular, and correct me if I'm wrong, muscular endurance and cardiovascular workouts are over here. But then if you go into muscle power, you know, your risk goes up. So in our body workouts at Two Minds, we also want you to be safe. Yes. You know, we want you to use good biomechanics. And if you're trying, if you're new to Two Minds, if you're new to working out, if you're new to this type of training, even if you're a high-performing athlete, you may want to start over here with the muscle endurance yeah. and the cardiovascular stuff before you go to potentially high-impact, yeah. definitely high-power workouts. And we do that for you with playlists that we design. And we teach you not how to only let us do it for you, but how to do it yourself because that's an invaluable lesson yep. and kind of segues into uh, where we wrap up with yeah. that's a lot of information again feel free to well, check out well, one more thing yeah she wants to wrap up but i got one more thing <laughs> so i think it's valuable uh even though this so this podcast is really about the the the, the body what is it really body about, flows <laughs> yeah it's about, <laughs> it's about the body the body flows that we do in our workouts right so the the physical exercises right um but why we do that i, I want to just address briefly right so why why do we progress to stress and how does that help our the mental exercises that mm -hmm. we do mm -hmm. and so the function of that is that uh, your mind is capable of certain things under a little bit of stress it's capable of different things under more stress and it's capable of yet other things under a lot of stress mm -hmm. and the opposite is also true so you, you may be able to do something under low stress, but you won't be able to execute that under high stress. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to what we're trying to help people with, which is thrive at life, right? Yeah. We want to help you thrive at life. Thrive under pressure. And in particular under pressure. Mm -hmm. And our brain, it was not designed to be under pressure, to be delicate, to be precise, to be calculating. Mm -hmm. right? We weren't designed to do that. Our acute stress response is fight, flight, or freeze. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what it was designed for, right? We, we either run away, we fight what we're, what we're encountering, or we hide, right? right? And, and so um, that obviously doesn't help athletes. Mm -hmm. If you're under stress, you don't want to be like all tense and stressed up, and you right. don't want to be uh, short mm, on um, diagnosing what's happening or and you want you want to make good analyses good decisions mm -hmm. well we weren't really designed to do that under a lot of stress right so the purpose of what we do is we want to gradually progress the stress right under which we give you these mental exercises and, and, and we're doing that systematically through physical exercises. And you know, this podcast is not about the mental part, but so the physical exercises, the reason why we're talking about stress and the reason why we're talking about our movements is to explain to you, you know, how, 
how that helps the mental exercises that right. we do. Why even do a physical workout with a mental exercise? Why yeah. not just flip on headspace? Why not just flip on whatever and do a Thank meditation? You. Why, you know, and then you could go into, why not just jump into a cold body of water and freak your whole nervous system out? Yes. And then do, uh, you know, a, a meditation or whatever you want to do. Or, you know, is, is meditation even a progressive thing that you can do to train the mind? Like, Yeah, it rarely gets progressed rarely gets progressed. So right. we have a whole methodology yes. that we can take you through to show. Yeah. And, and you know, it, that's a whole interesting point too of like often, especially in the U.S., we focus on just like, okay, I want to get more fit or I want to be stronger at my sport. I'm just going to get a gym membership. And then I guess just like if you're smart, you don't just walk in the door of the gym and be like, okay, I bought the membership, so that means I'm gonna get bigger, better, faster, stronger. You go in with a trainer or you yourself do research and you create a plan. Because from a PT perspective, you're gonna hurt yourself if you don't know what you're doing. And also, uh, if you don't know what you're doing or you don't have a plan, life will create one for you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So that may not be the plan that you want or the way you wanna go, but if you don't, first sit back and pause and jump into the contemplative mindset, figure out a plan, then you can't just go straight into operative and do. You know, often I think we trip over our toes just wanting to to just get started. We want to go and and we want we feel like we're helping ourselves. But unless you first think about it. Yeah. But why not let us think about it for you? Yeah. So so to finish up, I think uh, Shan's quote was really, really good. If, it, if you don't make a plan, life will make a plan for you. Uh, but, you know, rest assured, if you don't make a plan, we will make a plan for you. Uh, so in the system, everything that we explain to you in, in this podcast, hopefully it'll be informative and it'll help you. It, help you. it will help you recognize what we are already doing for you in the system with our playlists and our programs. Mm-hmm. So that part is uh, life may make a plan for you, but we will also make a plan for you. And that is the why and the how behind the design, the intelligent design, if I may say so myself, of our body flows. All right.